Seeking Tarot is dedicated to exploring the 78 cards in the Rider White Smith deck. You and I will uncover the story we all share by searching through the unknown, the mystery, the obscure. I welcome you, my fellow seeker, to the exotic lands. Maybe in our search, we can find that uncommon magic elixir. Now, grab your compass, and let's get started. Welcome, everyone. This is Snow for Seeking Tarot, and I'm glad that you, my fellow seekers, have made it back yet again for the latest episode and installment of our journey along the path of currently the Major Arcana. We are continuing the um, teachings today uh, with 19 the Sun. We are just about all the way through the Major Arcana. Uh, two more cards to go after this one and uh, we'll be done with the first part of the journey and probably the most important part of it uh, major arcana is one of the well it's a major arcana so that is the, um, the when you're looking at the uh, cards and you're trying to figure out what is uh, the most relevant you're going to have a little bit more power within the major arcana than you are the rest of the deck at least that's some of the uh, readers' interpretations out there. So without further ado, let's continue on with 19 The Sun. After several days of camping within the cave itself and trying to navigate the insane passageways that occurred in the darkness, running, having run out of flashlight battery power about a day ago or so, and really coming to the end of all the supplies, the two friends looked at each other and could see the light towards the end of the tunnel streaming in and breaking finally through the darkness itself as if it was a, a pair of scissors cutting the ribbon in two. Really coming to the end of it and being super excited about it, the anticipation built between the friends to get to the point where they could exit the cave after their long and very scary journey. And even though it was a little bit on the scary side and terrifying side, they finally felt that there was hope yet again. Reaching the surface, their eyes adjusted in the light and trying to take in the new perspective that was all around them. And they felt the fresh air blowing across their face and the joy returning to their hearts. Never did they realize that the sun could mean such a beautiful thing in hope and inspiration and the changes that were the cave itself. My goodness, what an incredible journey. So I can relate, as you can imagine. Looking back at the previous cards that we've gone over, it's kind of clear to me that when we're journeying through the different things that we're journeying through, um, you know, especially, you know, like with this podcast, you're journeying through the cards, you may be experiencing those moments that are 
you know, ups and downs. And at this point in the journey, you know, having come through the tower and uh, having the devil card and then still being in the night side of things, um, we've got, uh, we had the star and the moon. But, um, and it's really fascinating because those cards were very specifically around the time of the fall. And we get through the winter and now we're heading into spring and it is a renewed energy and which is funny because it's the sun. As I've mentioned before, I seem to be living the cards and well, there we go. You know, I mean... <laughs> Trust me, none of this is directly planned out. It's just more of, well, it's just happening to fall into place. And that's the fun thing about tarot, in my opinion. It's so fascinating because of the way that it falls into place the way that it does. And that's part of the journey, and it's a lot of fun. So I hope that, you know, your journey, your personal journey, that you see that there is some uh, amazing things on the horizon, that you've got some good hope for 2023, and that things are looking up for you finally. I know that for myself, I'm seeing the changes that are, you know, coming about, and um, it's really good to see how it's playing out. There is, um, according to what I've heard on the astrological calendar for 2023, there is quite a bit of hope for this year. There will be a little bit of ups and downs that are going to be coming along, but um, none of that really affects us too significantly in the grand scheme of things. You know, we're finally getting a little bit more of a calmer set of things that have occurred from uh, 2020, um, you know, 2019, all the way through till now. And yeah, it's been quite a journey, you know, and we look back and we're probably thinking why, you know, a lot of it is why. And the only answer that I can give for a lot of that why seems to be, at least, you know, in the astrological perspective, in the, um, in the time frame that we're going through, um, I've referenced a few different things where I think some of the answers lay, lie, and that is that, you know, with the astrological timing, we're looking at um, having gone into the age of air. Uh, a lot of channelers are saying that this time is a time of growth and uh, renewal, uh, testing, and um, complete, you know, overhaul, so to speak, to get us ready for the next phase of human existence. And all of that is pretty, you know, amazing. You know, it's really out there. Um, I don't think that it's wrong. Um, maybe some of it is fanciful, you know, to try to get attention. But um, then again, other people are saying some of these things and they're not trying to get attention, at least from my perspective. And they seem to be hitting the mark, you know. They have a very good track record of, of telling the truth in different areas. But I would encourage you, if you have found yourself in especially the last, you know, two months that we've been, you know, in 2023, it still feels like it's 2022, you know, there's still a lot of uh, what seems to be trouble and frustrations, and I'm seeing that amongst everybody. But 
that being said, I want to remind everyone that, you know, life is filled with problems. And it's almost like when we go through the things that we go through, we have this like skill set of challenges that are presented to us. And in 10 years, those challenges that are presented to us probably and hopefully will not still be afflicting us. Um, You know, and that being said, some people go through life challenges, but, um, you know, like chronic illness and such like that. But, you know, when it comes to looking at some of this stuff and we're focusing on the, the things that we're going through, a lot of times in 10 years, those things won't be the same things that we're going through. But life situations always are occurring, even, you know, no matter what they are. And so I just want to remind you of that, that it doesn't stop. Life problems don't stop. They just kind of level up. You know, we, we step into a new existence and a new reality and we know better than we did before, you know, how to avoid some of the bullshit that we've gone through. And so I acknowledge that, and I'm just reflecting on that to remind all of you that you all know this truth, that we understand what we're going through, but that there is going to be brighter days ahead, and there's going to be joy in days ahead. And that's what this card is about, you know, the sun. A little bit of reprieve here. You know, it seems like always the fun days go a lot faster than the uh, the days that are um, tiring and sad or, or hard to deal with. And that's understandable. But, you know, so anyway, enough of my soapbox. I apologize. Um, I, I'm, I'm just really enjoying this sun card and looking at it. You know, the traditional Rider White, we look at, uh, there's a... Um, naked child that is riding on a horse and enjoying the sun you know having a lot of fun and um but uh, when i looked at this card i i went to uh, my tried and true uh raven's prophecy tarot and i looked at that one and uh, came out with uh, the card the sun and um it is the magician's hand is holding the sun in its hand And that speaks to the possibilities that are exciting ahead of us and the energy that is there. Um, When we're looking at, you know, like the moon, uh, we see a really strong feminine energy, a divine feminine. And um, then we also look at the sun and we see a god energy, a really strong masculine, masculine energy there. So... um, no, I'm not a really big fan of the patriarchy, you know, we deal with a lot of toxic masculinity within our culture, so I am definitely not leaning that direction. In fact, actually, when I switched over my path from uh, Christianity to Wiccan, I intentionally told any gods that might have wanted to contact me that I was not interested in any god's perspective. <laughs> I really wanted to stay away from anything of the sort at the time. And uh, I needed a little bit of time to heal. So um, I understand if you have an aversion to that, um, and uh, you certainly don't have to attribute it to it. So um, I know that there is quite a bit of trauma that has occurred amongst many of us within uh, the Christian realm. But uh, just wanted to let you know the association that is generally uh, paired with it. Uh, 
one last note on that is that if you decide that you would like to be able to get into um, dealing with gods or goddesses, but you want to take it easy and you want to tap into more of the uh, healing and feminine side, uh, the moon energy is definitely a good place to start, and there are lots of good goddesses to work with to, to develop your craft if that's something you're interested in. One of the things that's interesting about the tarot cards is that they are an intuitive-based system, and uh, that speaks very heavily to the moon energy and um, being able to tap into the emotions. So, those things said, um, a, a lot of times uh, one of the things that is overlooked is that the moon energy has a tendency to be moon energy the way that it is because of the sun energy that is reflecting on it. Now, that's not where all the energy of the moon comes from, you know, and where we get a lot of the energies that we do from that. But uh, it does play a part in it. And um, so when we get moonlight, we're getting sunlight that is reflective, and it's a beautiful thing, right? So um, thinking that uh, the sun provides part of that, it is... It's a sign of hope, you know. Sometimes when the moon energy is out and it's really bright and it's a full moon and the whole land is lit up, um, even at night, it's a beautiful thing because one of the things that I find within that is the um, is the power is the power to walk forward even in the darkness. And um, I get I get a really good charge from a bright, strong moon, and um, that is it's fun to experience. Um, but also at the same time, you know, one of the things that I've been looking at recently and feeling within my journey is a realization how sensitive I have become to energies since I've started doing my practice, and how sensitive I am to sun energy. Sun energy is a very powerful energy, and it can really brighten my day, and I get a lot of joy. Um, today, we had 60-degree weather, and my goodness, I was just enjoying the weather immensely. But to be able to enjoy the sun energy and to be able to enjoy that bright, shiny day, we have to have dark days, we have to have rainy days, we have to have snowy days, you know, and those days help to cool it off so that we don't have 100 degree weather, which is a little bit on the intense side and um, more than I want to deal with sometimes. At any rate, um, it was a wonderful day. It felt really great and I could celebrate in it. And I hope that you are able to celebrate in your coming sunny days as well. Um, so this one, uh, lastly, I just want to share a couple of key points within the Sun card, and then we will move on. Um, the keywords for the Sun, some keywords, there's lots of keywords, but um, we've got solutions and clear-sightedness, hope, and self-awareness is another one that um, is important to be aware of. So... Um, when the sun appears in your reading, don't doubt the hint of confidence you feel toying at the edge of your consciousness. 
It is not unfounded. It's the beginning of a time of power and wisdom, of control and happiness. Hope and possibility have matured into joy and reality. So snatch the sun in your hand and use it to light your way. Now that reading comes from the book itself uh, for the Raven's Prophecy Tarot, and that is from Maggie Stefadar and um, the book is called Illuminating the Prophecy. So, yeah, that's the sun. All right, so we are going to cover next. I am going to, as I did with the last episode, I'm going to do this again. Uh, we're going to cover one more creature. This is uh, called an Iloco. So we're looking at the deep forests of Africa, and the origins are the Nkundo people of Zaire. So, an Iloko is also called a Biloko, and that's B-I-L-O-K-O, and that's also E-L-O-K-O. So, the Biloko is plural, and the Iloko is singular. So, um, now, this is... Uh, coming from a webpdx.edu, um, Madam Mythos Countries African uh, Profile, so Madam Mythos website. Alright, so we are looking at a hairless, okay, I'm going to read this to you. So, while hairless, Biloco grow moss and grass on their uh pot-bellied bodies and wear clothing made of leaves. They have eyes that glow like fire and jaws which can stretch wide enough to swallow a human whole. Their claws are long and very sharp. They are said that it is said that Baloko are the spirits of ancestors who have a grudge to settle with the living. They lurk deep within the forest where they live within tree trunks and protect their treasures such as game and rare fruits. While hunting they carry small bells which they ring to attract travelers with a magic strong enough that only the most skilled of hunters with magical protection can escape once they hear its sound. Once they've lured their prey they swallow the human whole then spit out their bones afterwards. They have gentle, childlike voices. Uh, preying on unwary travelers, the Iloko uses its near-perfect camouflage and unhinging its jaw to swallow human whole. Uh, Teresa Bain or Bank, and uh, that's Encyclopedia of Spirits and Ghosts in World Mythology is where that's coming from, and the website. Uh, again, that's web.pdx.edu, and you can look at all kinds of interesting things on that website. Um, so yeah, that is a fun little creature that I was looking up and wanted to continue doing kind of this uh, mythological creature series part of the episodes. Yeah, anyway... I thought that might be fun. And lastly, we're going to do a quick uh, reading, but it will be an oracle card reading. And um, so this is uh, Beyond, Beyond Lumeria, um, the deck Beyond Lumeria that I'm going to be working out of, and it's by Izzy Ivy. Um, Izzy, Izzy, Ivy, Ivy? Well, anyway, 
Um, but before I go on to that, I just kind of wanted to th- ask what you think of those uh, those creatures that I presented the last two weeks and uh, or last two episodes, I guess. And uh, let me know what you think of that. If you'd like, you can either comment in the episode itself within Spotify or uh, comment on Good Pods, uh, or you can send me a, a text through Instagram, uh, DM me there, or Twitter, uh, DM me there. Just make sure that it, when you're posting to my thing, don't make it sound like you're selling something. I block those fake accounts very quickly. As long as you're personable and uh, make it sound like you're a real human being, I probably won't block you. So, love to hear what you have to say about those. Also, um, so yeah, I'd like to know the new what you think of the uh, new format. All right, so getting into the reading. Of course, you can also do, just send me any other comments you might have. So today we're going to focus on, yeah, this card is strongly powerful. Oh, beautiful. So this is called Unique Gifts. It's number 55 within the deck, and it looks like a bunch of tech. And a blue creature with maybe some chakra points, but a very strong orange core, which would be the solar plexus, I believe. Chakra point lit up. And uh, somewhere between uh, spiritual and tech um, technology. And it's just a really beautiful card. Your superpowers, a sense of purpose, the meaning behind your quirks, exploring your interests, shortcomings as unique undiscovered skills. So what makes you unique? Any quirks that you feel or shortcomings could be the key to your superpowers. Look for the positive sides of your oddities and traits. How would you like to spend more time? Are there things you would like to try to try or feel a pull to explore? Now is the time to follow these whispers. You never know how transformational they may be. Um, yeah, so thank you, Lumeria, for sharing that message, and I, you know, if you've ever, if you've ever been drawn to, like, Lumerians or, um, the energy within the cards and me reading them, um, I would really recommend checking out the deck, doing a little bit of studying. I was going to teach on Lumeria. Um, I had worked really hard at studying quite a bit about them, but the problem is that I found myself a little bit in over my head. Um, There's so much information out there. And so I will just um, say that if you are interested in more information on that, you can reach out to me on any of the before-mentioned areas and uh, find different things that might be helpful. Um, also, as promised, I uh, just a couple of housekeeping notes before we end for today. Um, as promised, I had uh, done an interview with DJ Scoob over at Undiscovered Entrepreneur, and that episode has now come out, and uh, it's available on any Undiscovered Entrepreneur podcast. Uh, place that you might listen to podcasts i would i would encourage anyone to check it out it is really fun to uh to listen to the interview and just kind of get a uh, understanding of what my last year journey has been a little bit like you know kind of give you a little bit of an insider's view of um of my personal you know things that have been going on 
um, and also recommendations on how to start a podcast and uh, what is important there if you're interested in doing podcasting. Um, a couple other quick notes. Um, hopefully I'll make it quick. Uh, one of the things that I've been doing, working on uh, recently is I've been a little bit more active on TikTok these days. And I would recommend that if you'd like to see some of the videos over there, I've been having some fun and um, also going to do physical readings. Um, looks like the physical readings will fit within the, the what is offered on uh, TikTok. And I don't think I'm going to need to go to YouTube. TikTok extended their videos out to 10 minutes, and that is usually enough time to do a fairly quick little reading. And um, I did a couple other little things on there, going to be um, working a little bit more towards uh, making it, uh, you know, more videos on a regular basis. If you're not a fan of TikTok, I will see if I can post it over on YouTube, but if you want that, I would really encourage you, please come over and talk to me and let me know that this is something you'd like to see, but you don't want to get on TikTok. Um, the more you guys give me feedback, the more that I'm able to give you um, what you would like to have within this uh, within this community. So, and then also, if you like the show and you think that it's something that's uh, valuable to you and it's not taking up too much of your time, I would like to ask you to do me a favor and recommend the show to friends or family or whoever you know you think may be uh, interested in the show. And um, or if that's uh, not your not really your speed or what you would like to do, you can. Um, if you feel like still supporting, you can jump over on, uh, give a five-star review or, uh, you know, add some comments. Um, good pods is really good about that. I've got some great listeners. Um, you know, I just want to shout out to a neat cast. Uh, um, oh gosh, your name escapes me and I am so sorry. Um, <laughs> Anyway, constantly listening, and I really appreciate the feedback um, and um, being able to comment that you like the show. Um, also got some um, other things that are fun down, coming down the pipeline, and uh, one of those is that I'm going to be expanding my uh, work within the podcasting community in general, and there is a... Uh, show I'm working with that is an audio drama to be able to do I get to do a, uh, according to so far what we're talking about I get to do a voice of one of the characters it's only about 10 lines so it won't be very much but I'm really looking forward to it um, the show is called Second Fiddles and um, if you've ever seen um, Kick-Ass or let's see what's the name of the other there's another one uh, Scott Pilgrim Saves the World. Uh, both are kind of similar to the same type of thing as Second Fiddles. Second Fiddles is an audio drama where they do... Um, uh, they're superheroes, a superhero support group, and it's just a little bit of fun, you know. I, they've got two seasons, and season three is coming up fairly soon. I've gotten to talk to the creator and want to be working with him to continue to do, to develop his show. I 
really like the show. I think it's a fun and neat thing that they're doing over there, and I would encourage you, if you can, go over and check it out. If it's some, you know, if audio drama is your your jam, they've got a they've got a pretty good storyline, really good storyline that's going on over there. And uh, oh, and it's also very similar to My Hero Academia. If you're a fan of that, if you're a fan of anime, um, so just a couple other quick little shout outs i just want to tell every one of you first of all every one of you that listens to the show even if you've never spoke up and uh, i just want to tell you that i am really glad that you're here and that i hope that you're doing well and that you know things start to change for the better for you you know keep looking to your spirit guides keep looking to what you need to know within yourself because you are a beautiful soul that has very great capabilities to make changes and dramatic changes in the world around you you know being a little bit kind kinder to individuals when you come across them saying thank you and hello those are wonderful things that people can really benefit from you know, we're all neighbors, so to speak, here within this world, and everybody's got a different view on how to approach and make the world right for themselves around them. And I hope that you are able to enjoy that, you know, be able to find some joy within that and bring joy to others. Um, lastly, again, uh, DJ Scoob, I am so glad that you gave me the chance to interview on your show and as a payback, a retributive, want to uh, treat you just as badly as you treated me. No, I'm just kidding. You treated me greatly, and I really appreciate it. I <laughs> just got to give you a hard time, buddy. Um, I want to have you on this show as well. And I'd love to hear your questions, uh, DJ Scoob, uh, directly with the listeners. So we're going to sit down with DJ Scoob and and get a first-hand um um, point of view from somebody that is, uh, uh, I think you're newer, aren't you, DJ? We'll find out. So, um, DJ Scoob is a really great individual. I love spending time with him. He has a great view on life and a really hard worker. Um, to the rest of you, my fans, I have talked to you and I've enjoyed, um, our conversations immensely. Blessed be, and I hope that you have a wonderful week. There will be more information coming soon of some of the fun, and I'd love to hear your story. Talk to you again soon, my friends. Mm-hmm.